0: We are so thrilled to be able to go back to our Auburn Bank phone lines and bring on a good friend of the program, Keith Niebuhr, no longer with 24-7 Sports, but here representing Auburn Live and On3 Sports. So it's a new outlet, but it's the same Keith Niebuhr, and he's joining us here on the program. Keith, how are things going for you in your world? Yeah, man,
1: nothing new. I'm just getting ready to, uh,
0: quite frankly, hit some golf balls
1: on a Friday afternoon down here in Florida. That's <laughs> so, the. That's, so. Nothing's
0: changed. That's the best way to do it, best way to have a Friday afternoon. So we'll we'll keep this brief and let you get back out there uh, to work Uh, on that swing for sure. But, Keith, tell me this. Tell me about uh, this new gig with Auburn Live. What excites you about this opportunity? As I mentioned, we've talked to you for a number of years here on the radio show. You're one of the best when it comes to Auburn Tigers recruiting. So you get to do that just now with the new brand. Uh, Really,
1: we're just trying to take recruiting to the next level.
0: and You don't
1: have to reinvent the wheel. You just work harder, work smarter. And uh, then we've got a bunch of new database products because really at the end of the day, for all the stuff we write, uh, to the average fan, they're going to get more information than anything just by going to a recruit's profile page because that's going to list who's offered him a scholarship. It's going to list, you know, when his next visits are, whether they're official or unofficial, all that stuff. So, uh, And then also, uh, you know, the recruiting prediction machine, which projects where guys are going to sign. You can almost get everything you need off of that stuff. And then we kind of give you the uh, the, uh, the the other intel that goes along with those recruitments. But we're just trying to take it to the next level, kind of 24-7, 2.0, if, if, uh, if, if it all goes well. That's the plan, anyway.
0: Let me ask one question about you personally and yeah. Pacific here, and then we'll get on to, to the Auburn recruits and that sort of sure, thing. But sure, sure. Uh, you've been competing with Jeffrey Lee for quite some time now, and, and, and in the release he's very complimentary of you and your work, and now you guys are getting to team up together. I mean, how special is that?
1: Yeah, I mean, I like everybody on the Auburn beat. Well, for the most part, but <laughs> you know, I'm kidding. But yeah, no, we all—I'm joking. We all get along, and it, it's always different. Every few years, somebody moves to another company. One day you're you're competing with somebody. One day you're competing next. So it's really not anything out of the ordinary. And we know each other really well. I know what he does well. He knows what I do well. And you know, hopefully, we can complement each other. And then we've got a third person in that group, Cole Pinkston, and then obviously Justin Hokinson who covers the team and probably gets more intel on the day-to-day of the team itself than, you know, arguably anybody in the Auburn market. So it's not like you've got a good team, but, again, I'm not, like, a really good salesperson. People just need to check out Auburn Live and decide for themselves. And uh, right now, actually, we do have a $1 special, $1 for the whole year, and I think today or tomorrow may be the last day for that. So it's a pretty good deal. I think people will like it if they're they're diehard Auburn fans, they'll, they'll
0: love it. No kidding, be sure to check that out for sure. Alright, AuburnLive.com, it's Keith Nieper yeah. joining us here on the show. So Keith, we talk about Auburn and it's Brian Harson going into the second year and recruiting is obviously something that's really important. A couple of new coaches coming into the mix, Jimmy Brumbaugh in particular there on the defensive line. What What's the take? What's, the, uh, what's going on with this new coaching staff as they're getting out there and, and trying to recruit and, and bring the next great line of players in for Auburn football?
1: Yeah, I mean, there's some real challenges. I mean, people say, are are you saying challenges or excuses? And I say, well, they're excuses, but they're legitimate, which makes them challenges. And that is, you know, Auburn really hasn't recruited at a peak level in in three or four years now, okay? And, you know, obviously they fired a head coach a few years ago, and then last year they only won six games. So it's not the hot program right now. And and everybody knows that. Everybody within the program knows that. The goal is to make it a hot program again, and you do that – Uh, by recruiting impact players, guys that can turn a program around. And it's hard because look who you're you're competing against on Saturday. Uh, They didn't get those players by accident. And so you've got to beat those guys, the Georgias and Alabamas of the world and LSU. You've got to beat them the other part of the year and get recruits uh, to compete with them. It's hard. But uh, the, the reviews so far on the new coaches have been good. Uh they've got a land guys that They've landed some transfers, but you know you Christian Robinson, the linebackers coach who did some good things at Florida as a recruiter, probably the most personable guy on the Auburn staff, and he's got Auburn in the mix with a lot of good players. Now in the mix again and and landing over two different things. They've got an except there's no we're not we're not mentioning words here. Um, but he does have a really good one in from Tampa Catholic coming in this weekend. Lewis Carter, Oklahoma very high on his list, North Carolina very high on his list, four star linebacker. Tampa Catholics, a school that Auburn's had great success before, and in fact, the head coach there's Jarius McIntyre, the former Auburn receiver whose father played for Auburn. In fact, the whole family went to Auburn, so they've got some connections there. But this is a big official visit for him. He's close with uh, Christian Robinson, but he doesn't really know Brian Harson, so that's what this weekend's going to be all about. Jimmy Brumbaugh who actually grew up about thirty minutes from down in Florida. Uh, he brought a new enthusiasm to the uh, defensive line recruiting You know, Rodney Garner had a lot of success for a lot of years uh, and then last year Nick Eason came in from the NFL and was a little bit green and and now he's at Clemson, such a third D-line coach in his many years so Jimmy's having to kind of beat every bush basically to try to find guys and again it's a challenge a lot of kids what we're hearing is that they want to wait it out, they want to wait to see what Auburn looks like in the fall they want to know these guys are going to be there and if they're, you know, if they're if they're two and three, maybe they won't be. But if they're four and one out of the gate, then all of a sudden things look pretty good, and you're going to see a, a lot of things come together in recruiting. And that's not what fans want to hear, but that's the reality of the situation right now. They're going to have to be patient, I think. But I think all the new guys are recruiting at a high level. Rock Bell and Tony, the edge coach, he's got uh, some kids in this weekend, including a, a Georgia commit. So they're, they're working hard. It's just, you know, you're starting from scratch when you you've had some not so great seasons in a sense, you know, and we're back to back.
0: Keith, when you look at this 2023 recruiting class, uh, who are so, what What position do you think that Auburn needs to go after the hardest? And what position do you expect them to really land some, uh, some big time playmakers?
1: It's so funny you ask that because somebody else asked me that this week. And and uh, we we're trying to rank the position of need, you know, uh, from most important to least important. It's hard. It's hard because they got a lot of needs. I mean, look what you're going to be losing off this team probably this year. Tank Bigsby, probably year three. Uh, Your offensive line, you're going to lose a bunch of guys. You know, linebacker, you're going to lose Owen Popo. Secondary, you're probably losing some good guys. So they got needs everywhere. But I would put at the top of the list, I always say quarterback. I don't care if you sign quarterbacks three years in a row. I think you always, every year, need to sign a quarterback and have a good one. And at that position, Brock Glenn's their main man. He's really blown up of late. Ohio State recently offered, I think he's visiting them, if my memory's correct, maybe this weekend. Auburn appears to be in good position there. But, you know, obviously offensive tackle, where Auburn has not recruited well since 2017. And, look, I mean, Auburn's not had great offensive line. I don't think they've been terrible, but certainly not upper echelon in the SEC. I think. I think you guys would agree with that. And everybody would be. You know, serviceable, but serviceable is not winning you any championships. And this isn't about winning eight or nine games. This is about building a championship program. And the coaching staff and the fans of Auburn deserve and expect no less than that. Well, you got to start an offensive tackle. you got to get some elite guys. They're in it with Bo Hewley, four-star tackle from Georgia. He's committed to Georgia. They're in it with Stanton Ramil, who's from uh, Thompson High School in Alabaster, Alabama. He just visited this week, and I think he'll probably be back soon. He's visited a half dozen times. Uh, so they've got a real shot there to make some moves. And then I would say the edge rusher position. From 2013 to now, I started covering Auburn in 2013, so that's my major frame of reference. right? D. Ford and Carl Lawson that first year, mainly D. Ford. But Carl Lawson in spells. And then your other great season, uh, and obviously that team almost won a national title. Your other great season was 2017. What was the common denominator? Well, you had great quarterback play, well, great running backs, all that. But, but you had edge rushers, a like dominant edge rusher. Well, we forget because he never made his mark in the NFL, but Jeffrey Holland had one heck of a season that, that year in 2017. And that helped get Auburn's defense off the field. I mean, he 10 and a sacks, but was really disruptive. More than half the time, right? So you, they could get off the field. Well, Auburn's about to lose Derek Hall and E. Culioda. Not in the distant near future. They have to sign a minimum of two edge rushers in this class. A minimum, okay? So to me, those are the main positions. And one position, now excuse me, one player at the edge position is Reuben Bain. I'm going to forget the names, by the way. <laughs> Reuben Bain out of Miami. Miami's heavily involved. His uncle was Tober Bain, the great Miami Hurricane, um, and I think he's got a, a brother that works there. So they're they're in it. Um Caldrick Falk out of Highland Home, Alabama, now, he's a big edge. He's six five and a half, two sixty-five. He could develop into a strong side end. I'm not sure, but they're in it with a bunch of guys there. So again, those are to me the three key areas. But if you look at a running back, you're gonna be losing Tank bigs and You gotta have a couple guys. Offensive line, you gotta have guys that aren't tackled. Receiver, well, that's not the strength of the team, so you got to beef that area up. Tight end, I think they're great in great position. Uh, defensive line, they're going to need to sign probably four inside defensive linemen, or, or guys that can play strong side or inside, uh, not not including edge rushers, so excluding them. Uh, linebacker, Owen Popo's going to be gone. you got to uh, sign some guys there. Secondary, you got some older guys. Pritchett's old, uh, Jalen Simpson's older. So if you don't replace them this year, you're going to have to do it next year. So this is to be the most important recruiting class at Auburn in many years many is because last year's class the 2022 was just okay, right? And then the transitional class from Gus Malzahn to Brian Harson after Gus was fired was below par. So you cannot have three sub, um, three non-elite classes in a row at an Auburn University if you plan on winning anything. It just can't happen. So this is the one. This is the one that everything is on right now as far as I'm concerned. Now, you can survive through the portal. You can piecemeal things together, but that's building a team. That's not building a program, and there is a difference.
0: Keith, uh, it's it's no secret that uh, last year's recruiting class just didn't go the way that people wanted it to go, and it seems that this coaching staff is taking a, a drastically different approach uh, at this point in time. So what specifically is Auburn's coaching staff doing differently than it did last year?
1: Yeah, well, first of all, let me just say, it wasn't a terrible class. It just wasn't you know, a top-ten class. They got some key guys. The quarterback, Holden Turner could be end up being a great player. Camden Brown, a receiver's already kicking tail out there, we learned from Owen popo in an interview this week. So they they got some good guys, just not maybe what you know, they didn't find any offensive tackles. They only signed one offensive line. But what's different, I, I think Auburn has increased its staff uh and, and more guys with knowledge of the South. So Rock Bell and Tony's your new edge coach, your place Burt Watts, who had really not much experience in the South. Rocks mm-hmm. recruited the state of Florida for twenty-three years. Jimmy Brumbaugh's from Florida. Played at Auburn and has recruited in Georgia and Alabama. Kristen Robinson comes from the Florida Gators, grew up in, Atlanta, in the Atlanta area, played at Georgia, and has recruited from Atlanta down to Florida. So these are guys that know the lay of the land. And so you throw them in with the guys from last year's staff that are still there, the Zach Etheridge's and Cadillac Williams, and when all of a sudden, you're tenfold your staff's knowledge of Miami to Atlanta to Birmingham, to Mobile, and down to Tampa, which is probably where Auburn's going to find 75% of its guys in that big loop, right? And uh, just that knowledge and knowing high school coaches and having more connections with seven-on-seven people, all that stuff makes a difference. But again, kids, at the end of the day, they want to win. They want to be developed. They want to make it to the NFL more than anything else. Uh, but they also want to know the guys recruiting them are going to be around. And so that's probably one of the reasons why some of these guys are being patient. Now, that said, on July 2nd, Carmelo English, a four-star receiver from Phoenix City, Alabama's Central High School, he's going to announce his decision. We like Auburn there. The quarterback, Brock Glenn could be close to having a decision. We like Auburn there. So things are coming along. There just may not be one of those weeks where Auburn gets seven commitments. You know, people are, there's some wait and see with these kids, just like there are with, these, with fans and, you know, with everybody. So there, there's a lot of moving parts. But when you, if you can separate, if you can pull yourself away from just looking at the commitment list and look, try to look at the overall picture. It, there is more optimism or more reason for optimism than a year ago at this time. Now, it's it that doesn't mean they're going to get there. But right now, in the overall scheme of things, it looks better than it did a year ago. They still got a ton of work to do, and by the way, they know that they're not they're not sure coded. I'm not getting calls from these guys saying, "Man, take it easy on us." or You know, complaining about the challenges. If anything, there's a lot of confidence over at Auburn headquarters.
0: Keith Niebers joining us here from Auburn Live and on three sports. Just a few more moments here with Keith and then we got to let him get back out there on the golf course. I do want to talk specifically about this upcoming 2022 season for Auburn and just one thought from you, Keith, because we look at the defense and obviously that's so important for Auburn football. It's uh, Derek Mason no longer here, so a new coordinator stepping into the mix for the Tigers and in that linebacker room, that's a position that so many people have taken pride in over the years. A lot of greats for the Tigers who lose Zacoby McLean and Chandler Wooten as they're off to start their professional careers. Tell us a little bit about Cam Riley and Wesley Steiner because these are guys that we haven't had as much playing experience on the field in the Auburn uniform, but Cam Riley and Wesley Steiner, Keith, those two guys are really going to factor in this season.
1: Yeah, and I know those guys more from the recruiting show because, you know, I'm going to be honest, I'm, I could just try to blow smoke here, but, you know, once they get to school, I, I'm still following the recruiting. But I, I can tell you what I know about those guys. First of all, Leslie Steiner probably has the highest IQ of anybody on the team, maybe in the SEC. Wow. Could have gone to Stanford if he wanted, you know, a straight-A student, you know. I, I can't remember whether he's going to engineering or medicine, but just a brilliant, brilliant guy and an incredible athlete. I mean, a guy that tested off the charts, like Owen Papo, testing numbers in high school now so he's got all the tools the question with him is between his ears he's almost too smart he may ask too many questions he may think a little too much that was the one not knock but one concern coming out of high school so uh, you know linebacker's an instinctual position I mean you got to read and react you got to do all that stuff but a lot of it's instincts right so they've tried to get him to the point I think uh, I believe both the staffs the Malvon staff and our staff where he's, you know, he's, he can just play. He's not overthinking things, and if he can do that, the talent's there, and he, he's a wonderful personality. And uh, so, I, I think the ability's there. Now, Cam Riley. Now, he's more of a stout linebacker. I mean, stout in stature. He's not six four, two twenty. That's Cam Riley, who's kind of a, a freaky athlete, but in a different way. I, I don't know where he's at right now. But there's been speculation through the years that maybe he could end up at the edge position. I don't, I don't, I don't think that's happened, but. Uh, it's always been in the back of elite fans' mind, given his size. But, again, an, an athletic freak. I don't think he was crazy uh, that, about the fact. He, I think he thought, from what I'm told by people close to him, that he, uh, I guess I do know more, more than I think, <laughs> uh, but people close to him say that he, uh, he, he wasn't thrilled that he didn't play more last year. So, okay, there's two ways of looking at it. One, maybe he just doesn't mesh with the staff, and we're not suggesting that at all. Or two, maybe he just wasn't ready. And and maybe that could be a great motivator for him. There was talk we had heard behind the behind the scenes that maybe that was a guy that was going to throw his name into the transfer portal, but he didn't. So that says something. That says something right there. But both those guys have a world of talent. But you know, again, you got to go out and do it. What are you doing? What are you doing when you're out there on the field? You know, it's um, you just never really know until you get key reps. Now, I think Steiner played some important reps last yeah. year when uh, when they had some injuries, but. Uh, Uh, The ability's there, there's no doubt about that. But again, you know, ability is just that and to go out and do it, right?
0: Well, we'll look forward to seeing what they can accomplish this season. And Again, check out AuburnLive.com. $1 for an entire year of coverage and follow Keith Niebuhr on Twitter as well. Always a pleasure to keep up with you. We appreciate the time as always, and we'll talk again soon, okay? Anytime. Thanks for having me on. All right, that's Keith Niebuhr joining us there on our Auburn Bank phone line.